Kings chapter 5, the healing of, I say Naaman, but I know people say Naaman. Naaman just sounds cooler. But, uh, yeah, we're going to... We're going to read the word of God. Amen. <laughs> so I'm going to, we're going to read most of it um, tonight, but uh, we're going to, we're going to see how the life of Naaman um, and his story, the things that he, he went through and, and had done, um, who he is, um, and how, how we can uh, be encouraged uh, to be able to see how that can help us in our walk with the Lord. Amen. How healing came to Naaman and we can receive that very same blessing. Um, so let's read Second uh, Kings chapter 5, starting from verse 1. It says, the king of Aram had great admiration, admiration for Naaman, the commander of his army, because through him, the Lord had given Aram great victories. But though Naaman was a mighty warrior, he suffered from leprosy. At this time, Aramean raiders had invaded the land of Israel, and among their captives was a young girl who had been given to Naaman's wife as a maid. One day the girl said to her mistress, I wish my master would go to see the prophet in Samaria. He would heal him of his leprosy. So Naaman told the king what the young girl from Israel had said. Go and visit the prophet, the king of Aram told him. I will send a letter of introduction for you to take to the king of Israel. So Naaman started out carrying his gifts, 750 pounds of silver, 150 pounds of gold, and 10 sets of clothing. Hallelujah. The letter to the king of Israel said, with this letter, I present my servant Naaman. I want you to heal him of his leprosy. When the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his clothes in dismay and said, am I God that I can give life and take it away? Why is this man asking me to heal someone with leprosy? I can see that he's just trying to pick a fight with me. But when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes in dismay, he sent this message to him. Why are you so upset? Send Naaman to me and he will learn that there is a true prophet here in Israel. Glory to God. So Naaman went with his horses and chariots and waited at the door of Elisha's house. But Elisha sent a messenger out to him with this message. Go and wash yourself seven times in the Jordan River. Then your skin will be restored and you will be healed of your leprosy. How easy, yeah? But Naaman <laughs> became angry and stalked away. I thought he would certainly come out to meet me, he said. I expected him to wave his hand over the leprosy and call on the name of the Lord, his God, and heal me. Aren't the rivers of Damascus, the Abana, and the Farpar far better than any of the rivers of Israel? Why shouldn't I wash in them and be healed? So Naaman turned and went away in a rage. Then Naaman and his entire party went back to find the man of God. They stood before him, and Naaman said, Now I know there is no God in all the world except in Israel. So please accept a gift from your servant. But Elisha replied, As surely as the Lord lives, whom I serve, I will not accept any gifts. And though Naaman urged him to take the gift, Elisha refused. 
the name and said, all right, but please allow me to load two of my mules with earth from this place, and I will take it back home with me. From now on, I will never again offer burnt offerings or sacrifices to any other God except the Lord. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this moment that we have, Lord God. Father, to hear your word, to hear your, your voice, Lord God, to share uh, just a few moments, Father, to understand, to gain understanding and revelation of this story, of this word. Lord God, I thank you, Father. Lord, less of me and all of you. Father, give me the words and speak through me, Lord God, with clarity. Father, I pray that every person lives in, uh, leaves encouraged and uplifted and uh, ready to, to, to see what you have in store for them. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. Hallelujah. As I wanted to focus on the seven, the seven times the man of God told him, told Naaman to dip in the water. How simple. He was like, just go and wash in the river. Dip seven times and you're going to be healed. And we see this mighty, powerful man. Of, uh, man. He, he wasn't, uh, you know, a man of God. He wasn't a, a child of uh, an Israelite. He was from another, uh, another area. But we see how, how vulnerable he became because of the, the sickness that he had. And so, in the, you know, in the Bible, the number seven uh, represents the uh, completion, represents fullness. And in this story, as I have seven points that we'll go through, um, just what God did and how... Naaman humbled himself to receive his blessing, to receive his healing. How many of us know that it takes humbleness, as I shared even last week? It took me to humble myself from looking inward, looking that it's all about me, all of my pain, all of my, um, you know, issues. But I had to humble myself before the Lord to receive his healing to receive his blessing to receive his his life his his resurrection life to give me all that i needed to give me my inner healing and so we see in number one number one point that i had no matter who we are or how powerful we are we are all vulnerable and we see that in Naaman's life he was a commander he was a warrior he was well respected he was a leader he was honored as as a warrior as a leader the the um the Aramean uh army had favor because of this man because of Naaman and yet he was so vulnerable Vulnerable means, you know, I looked it up, Google, hey. Susceptible to physical or emotional harm. And so we see how vulnerability, it can play in both ways. You know, that we can have, it can be susceptible, susceptible for us to be uh, in physical or emotional harm, but it can also play as 
a, a strength, amen, that when we are vulnerable before the Lord, when we come before him, we are allowing him to, to work all on the, the, you know, inside out, amen, that God wants, God sees our heart, he wants our heart, he wants all of us, um, and everything, you know, uh, out of the abundance of the heart, the word of God says, Amen. And so God sees our heart and he wants us to be vulnerable. He wants us to come before him. But we see how Naaman was vulnerable and was because he, w he had leprosy. He, he was considered unclean. He was vulnerable. He couldn't even touch his wife, his, his family, his, his army. He couldn't be around it. He was considered unclean. But we see how much, um, we see how much that, uh, like that struggle took from him because it, even in, in my second point, as we move into my second point, he got offended. He got offended by the man of God because, you know, Elisha was like, you know, send his messenger. I don't even need to be there. Just send the messenger, send the word, go and wash. And we see that Naaman was so vulnerable. He was so emotionally and physically harmful to himself um, and to those around him. But my second point, pride will make us miss our breakthrough and our blessing. And he was prideful that he, he walked away. I think so often we, sometimes we, we feel like we have to have it all together before we come to church. You guys ever meet those people like, no, if I go to church, that building will fall down. Like, I've done way too much. I've done too much bad and blah, 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 blah. But And don't get me wrong, I, I want us to know that, there, that God wants us to be real before him. If we're struggling with something, we're like, be vulnerable with the Lord. Be vulnerable with your brothers and sisters in Christ, because that's what we're here for. Amen. That we're here together to, to pray for each other, to help walk with you, to help. Like the Bible says, we sharpen one another. Iron sharpens iron. And when we come into the house of God thinking that, oh, Jesus, like, we got it. We got it all good. Like, you know, the windows of heaven is flowing. We're overflowing. We're working all. Like, I was guilty of that once upon a time. And it took, it took, because I I've, I've felt like, oh, if I'm a leader, like, I got to, like, you know, have it all together. Right? Like, people don't want to follow leaders that don't have it all together. And I'm not saying that like I'm sinning or anything. It's just sometimes <laughs> that sometimes we have to be vulnerable with one another to open up, to be, to be free with our brothers and sisters, the, your, your core, the, the three, five people that you can trust, that you can, that you can share, that they can be real with you. They can tell you. <laughs> I was in training today with uh, Kings, uh, staff training. <laughs> um Pastor Joss was sharing, you know, how he's thankful. He's thankful to have pastors that can be real with him. And so he was sharing this story of, of preaching, and he was like, yeah, I had the message. I had the word. I was like, I felt so good about it. And, um, and he shared, you know, he had called upon a couple of pastors and was like, can you review it? I, I, want, you to, I, I want you to review my, my sermon. I know I did good. And so <laughs> the pastor calls him back, and he's like, so how was the message? 
I did good, right? And he's like, it was good. <laughs> and he was like, what do you mean it was good? He's like, well, I was, he was like, I was so distracted by your buttons because you, because you were so, because you're fat and your buttons is like ready to pop out. But he was like, I was thankful. You know, I cried for a few days after, but I was thankful for my brother in Christ to tell me the truth. And sometimes we have to be vulnerable to allow people to speak into our life. Correction. The Bible talks about that, that we are wise when we can receive correction. The Bible, the word of God tells us that that's what it's for. It's to teach us. It's to correct us. It's to convict us. And God puts people around us to keep us accountable, to keep us vulnerable before God. Not vulnerable in a negative way, but vulnerable before the Lord so that we can learn, so that we can receive correction, so that we can receive teaching, so that we can be honorable to people that God's, hey, time's up. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and be just being vulnerable before God. I want to encourage you today. If, you know, uh, e even as I shared la last week, have brothers and sisters in Christ that, that you can be real with, that you can be vulnerable with, that they can come and, and come alongside you to speak truth, and truth hurts, Jesus. But it's for our good, amen? It's for us to grow in, in our knowledge, grow in the things that God's calling us to. Number two, pride will make us miss our breakthrough and blessing. Don't allow pride. Cut it off. It, uh, you know, have a brother and sister come and pray with you. Um, come before the Lord and ask him, Lord, take this away from me. I don't want this. You, uh, your word says that you hate pride. So why would us as his children want to walk in pride? Don't allow it. Don't entertain it. Speak God's word. Speak life. Hallelujah. Number three, God does not always work according to our expectation. Be open to hear God's voice. Be open to allow God to work in and through you. Amen. Number four, humility can literally save your life. Stay humbled. I constantly tell my kids, stay humble. Be humble. Be respectful. Be loving. Be kind. Humbleness will take you from here to here with God. God wants to propel you. God wants to elevate you. And it's going to take a level of humbleness in our part to allow God to come in and, and change and, and lift you up and uh, transform and whew, somersaults, all of that good stuff. But humility, humility will literally save our lives. Hallelujah. Number five, God rewards complete obedience. Obey the Lord. Obey his word. It's, it's not always simple. But again, I can't stress it enough. We experience life with people, power, and purpose. We do life together here. And so uh, there shouldn't be no excuse. We got life groups. We got brothers and sisters in Christ. We got awesome pastors that loves you, 
that is watching over you, that's praying for you, that is desiring the best for you, that wants to see you fulfill the very purpose that God's called you to be in, that God's called you to do. And so we can help one another. God wants our complete obedience. Number six, God works with faith, even if it's imperfect. Faith is now. Now is faith. Faith without works is dead. And so when we walk it out, when we come to one another, when we be vulnerable, when we speak to each other, when we help one another, when we come into his house, when we, uh, you know, go out and tell people about Jesus, when we go out and, and do outreaches and go into the, the homes and, and all of the good things that God's doing right here in Fairmont. Hallelujah, that God works in our faith. God works in us when we believe and trust and speak. I tell my kids all the time, speak life. Speak life. Speak the word of God. Amen. Number seven, completion. Healed. We are healed, the word of God says. By his stripes, we were healed. We are made uh, complete. We are made whole. God says he watched, or he looked at everything he created and said it was very good. God loves each and every one of you. God sees him, his reflection within us when we are, uh, you know, coming before him, when we are uh, pure and holy and, and righteous before him, when we are hum humbling ourselves, when we are walking in obedience of his word, that God is made complete in us amen and so don't forget not you know the bible uh, as i read earlier in psalms 103 bless the lord O my soul and forget not all his benefits amen hallelujah let's stand Woo! praise jesus i hope you are encouraged i hope that you received something to you know, even to encourage you to, 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 to join a life group if you don't, if you're not in a life group, to join our goal team, to uh, come and be a part of transformation, come and uh, be a part of what God's doing in this house. And we want the more. Amen. Just as, just as we sung tonight, when God moves, let us move with God. Amen. When he speaks, let us be obedient. Let us want the more. Let us want his fullness. God wants us to have his fullness, his complete love and healing and grace, all of the benefits that we have in Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus.